There is a massive uh, protest going on right now at Toronto's city councillor. A lot of folks down there making noise. And uh, councillors sitting on a Friday night, likely the last thing they want to do. But hey, they're fighting for their jobs. But never, you know, in this country have we seen anything, I think, as the history of the historics of, of what we've been watching unfold in Ontario. You know, in January, you get the fall of Patrick Brown, and then we get these warp speed elections, leaderships, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And now we've got a new premier working through a full summer session, which is unusual, and more unusual, the enormous moves being made, the cancellation of cap and trade, ending the York University strike, and now using the provincial powers to slash one of the country's most dysfunctional councils in half with just hours before the deadline. He did not campaign on this, but it is absolutely no secret that he wanted council reduced, and that if he could, he would. And so he did. Earlier, I spoke with the Premier on this decision and the fallout. Premier Ford certainly um, got a lot of people talking today on a Friday, which should be the dog days of summer. And instead, we are now looking at a completely different city council. Why now? Well, Alex, I I campaigned on reducing the size and cost of government, and that's exactly what we're doing. I've talked to thousands of people uh, not only here in Toronto, but across the province. And, you know, I never, Alex, I never met one person, uh, anyone, whoever came up to me and said, Doug, we need more politicians. Uh, the only people that would say that to me are politicians themselves. And uh, I've never had a more uh, positive response uh, when we announced this than I have uh, with reducing uh, the size and cost of government at the city of Toronto. It's, uh, it's the most dysfunctional uh, political arena in the, in the country, and it just makes things run a lot more efficient, and uh, that, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure our government uh, uh, runs efficiently and uh, gets things done, and it's just, uh, and I even say that uh, all the way back with David Miller, uh, even my own brother, Rob, and, and John Tory, none of them have been able to build transit, and uh, it's just, uh, there's gridlock around the city. We want to focus on getting uh, transit moving. We want to get infrastructure going. The housing backlog is over a billion dollars. So there's so many, uh, so many areas that uh, people want uh, smarter government, faster, more cost-effective government. But what do you say to your critics, though? What do you say to the critics that say, why couldn't you have just waited till after the election? Like, you know, the fact that you're doing it now looks like you're trying to interfere with the uh, democratic process. Uh, Not, not, not at all. I, I believe. that uh, people want a more efficient government in, in the city of Toronto. They don't want a big bloated government that gets nothing done. Uh, it's very difficult uh, to get things done. Good governance in any corporation says no more than seven to nine on a board because, uh, Alex, you could have 20 people around the table, 20 of the smartest people, and nothing gets done. And right now, uh, the, the politicians at City Hall actually, without any consultation, increased uh, the numbers from 44 to 47. And uh, it, just, it just doesn't make sense to have more, more politicians. We have 25 MPs, 25 MPPs, 25 school trustees, and for one reason or another, they want more uh, city councillors. And uh, we believe we should have 25 uh, uh, city councillors. And I, I was actually shocked, Alex, on how many city councillors came out and supported the, the uh, idea of reducing... Uh, council. So they, I've, I've been getting you know, a lot of positive calls from 
counselors. Well, you certainly didn't get a lot of praise from Mayor Tory, who said uh, he had a colorful conversation with you last night and seemed taken off guard. When did he know about this? Well, it's funny. I was kind of shocked and taken aback by his reaction because it was, uh, I met him, uh, I think it was a week and a half, two weeks ago in my office, and I, I told him the, uh, what we had planned on, on doing and uh, asked him his thoughts and and uh, his, you know, it was totally contrary to, to what he was saying today. So um, I'm not going to get in the weeds and talk about our discussion, but uh, not only did I uh, talk to him, mention it a couple times, uh, our staff talked to his staff. And so, uh, he, you know, he, he knew it was coming down the road. I can't say he knew exactly uh, when, but uh, I, 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 I've known John for 25 years, and he, he knows it's the right thing to do. He's, he's frustrated, and, and my brother Rob was frustrated, and David Miller even was frustrated with uh, the number of counselors that you have to deal with. Uh, it's just a bloated government at the city of Toronto and a dysfunctional government. Well, you've been um, called a lot of things today. One of the, I think, kinder names was Dictator. Uh, the opposition leader, Andrea Horvath, uh, in fact, called you the, the king of uh, of the city, and all of a sudden you're a dictator. What do you say to that? Well, you know, that, that's, up, that's up to Andrea. She's, she's not a happy camper lately, and, you know, I, I wish her all the best. We're going to focus on the mandate that people gave us, a clear mandate to... Uh, Respect the taxpayers, put money back into their pocket instead of the government's pocket. And that's what we're going to focus on. We're, we're doing what we said we were going to do, and that's a rarity with governments nowadays. But we're going to keep our promises and uh, make sure that uh, we get rid of the cap and trade and the carbon tax and reduce gas by 10 cents a liter. We ended up getting York University students uh, back in the, the classroom to get going. And, and uh, we're just working on every single item that we promised. Uh, we're, we're going to get done. Are you going to upload any services? I mean, one of the things that you, I guess, could do with the provincial power is upload services uh, to the province um, and give more power to the mayor. Are either of those two things going to happen? Well, I've always been on record for years, uh, even under David Miller, under Rob, under John Tory, and any other future mayor. Uh, you have a dysfunctional government when you have the mayor get elected by uh, the whole city. And then he has the same vote as a city councillor. And uh, I, I just think that's, that's wrong. Uh, and we'll, we'll discuss that uh, down the road. But I, I think you have to have a better governance system, a more efficient one at the city of Toronto. And, and let's get things going there. You know, uh, the mayor promised he was going to get this smart track going four years ago. The shovel hasn't even hit the ground. He hasn't been able to do anything. It's, it's gridlock on our streets of Toronto and it's gridlock at City Hall. So hopefully we'll get the traffic going uh, in both areas. Calgary Mayor Nahid uh, Nenshi uh, slammed you today, uh, basically saying that he stands with the mayor and that this is an affront to democracy. But the other person speaking out quite vocally, I don't think it will surprise you, is uh, MP uh, Adam Vaughn, who essentially uh, called this sinister an attack. But he did make a point of saying that the feds will work around Ontario to stand up for Toronto. Are we looking at a war with the federal government? Do you expect that they'll use their, I guess, rare, but uh, the power that they have to quash this? Well, I'm not too sure if they can. Uh, the city of Toronto, we, we have our legal experts uh, saying uh, we can move forward uh, with this. Uh, Toronto and every other city in Ontario is a creature of the province. 
Uh, I, I don't think this is a, a bad thing. As a matter of fact, I think it's a great thing. And the people of uh, Toronto and even outside of Toronto, I'm just getting inundated with uh, messages and, and saying, you know, great move, uh, less politicians, not more politicians, but look at look at those comments where they came from, uh, you know, the far left, be it Adam Vaughn or Andrew or uh, the mayor of Calgary, and I don't know what he's uh, he's getting involved in because he has more problems out there than he knows what to do with, and he he needs to get uh, he needs to get his uh, you know house in order to say the least. Well, but it's no question. I mean, the federal government. I mean, you're the kind of target that would be good for the federal government that they could wedge you know people against Doug Ford. You're easy to vilify, and so if he says that the feds are going to work around Ontario, does that not signal to you that the federal government? following even the whole irregular border crossing issue that they are looking to pick a fight with the province of Ontario? Well, you know something, we, we, we don't want to pick a fight with anyone. We want to get our economy going. We want to reduce taxes. We want to run government more efficiently. And that, that's going to be up to the federal government, but they don't uh, phase me in the least. Uh, we're, we're going to be challenging them on the worst tax. Uh, you put on the backs of any business or any families, and that's a carbon tax. It's an absolute terrible tax, and uh, we're going to be challenging uh, them, along with uh, Premier Scott Moe and Saskatchewan. Uh, we'll, we'll end up in uh, court with them. Let me ask you one last question before I go. The other thing that came out last night that's equally as big a headline uh, in the Globe and Mail was about pot, and I don't think you're going to go into details, but can we get any kind of um hint from you as to what pot looks like under ford uh administration because i think the announcement of something is coming out next week yeah so next week we'll be we'll be talking about uh the sale of cannabis uh in the province my number one priority is to make sure we protect our children uh and and make sure that we uh inform our youth that uh smoking cannabis is, is not healthy it's not good for you uh that's my number one uh area concern uh, with cannabis. Uh, we keep it away from schools. We keep it away from uh, our population of uh, young young people. Um, I, I, that's going to be our number one issue. I've had uh, meetings with regional uh, police chiefs, uh, OPP, uh, but I'm going to make sure that we consult with uh, uh, not only communities, but also the police around the province, which we've been doing. And so does that look like a private plan or a mix of private-public? Well, let's let's talk about that. I'll, I'll come back on next week, Alex, <laughs> and I look forward to having that yeah. conversation with you. Yeah, you're learning, you're learning. All right, Premier, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Thanks so much, Alex. You take care. All the best. And that is Premier Ford. Didn't take my bait on any of that stuff. So, hey, we'll find out. I think there's an announcement expected on Tuesday if I'm a betting man. Vic Fidelli and... Um, Carolyn Mulrooney expected to make some kind of announcement, but I think it's pretty clear. Pot will be a private market kind of thing, just the way it should have been done. On Point on Global News Radio.